The whole podcast just starts from this, like, yeah. inexplicable debate. <laughs> we'll see how the rest of it goes. So welcome to Trash Future, the podcast where we talk about how the future is trash. Yeah. And <laughs> trash the future. I'd heard that. I'd heard it was. <laughs> I heard it on the news. Where, where, did you hear, where did you hear that? Where do you get your information? <laughs> I can't. I cannot disclose that. You know that. We're going to have to waterboard Charlie. I know, it's, I know it's early in the pod for that, but... <laughs> I've wanted to waterboard him since I met him. We, what's the so pod- to speak. Hey, Riley, what's the podcast about? Trash Future is a podcast that talks about all of the great and wonderful advances in technology um, that basically are either evil or stupid. Um, and it, I think it's, you know, it's basically the idea that, like, we've, we've endured, you know, a whole generation of, like, low-wage growth, skyrocket inequality, and creeping alienation... And what do we have to show for it? Yeah. We've like, got some microphones. <laughs> I don't even have Spotify Premium. <laughs> not even Petit Bourgeois enough to have Spotify Premium. Not even Petit Bourgeois. I'm not even Petit Dejeuner. <laughs> like, like, Petit Bourgeois is like well out of my... I can't even aspire to that. It's so far out of my league. Let's see if one <laughs> of us can make a more nonsensical joke than that at some point during the show. Uh, uh, so speaking of us I mean, you think that's funny But like, when, when are my croissants getting here? I didn't think it was funny <laughs> I didn't Yeah, so, right, Charlie but Speaking of us, who exactly are us? I'm, I'm Milo Edwards co- Co-host of Trash Future uh, At some time, sometime, like, minor Russian celebrity And, uh, you know, probably o- object of pursuit For the Russian security services Stand-up comedian, writer, unemployed disappointment to my parents. And I'm Charlie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I was told there'd be pizza, so I, <laughs> so I turned up. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Riley, also a, also a comic. But I'm sure, as you can tell by, like, the fact that my voice is unexciting. Well, we are in England. I'm not from here. There's nothing like living in London to turn you into a Marxist, which I also, I guess, sort of am. <laughs> That's fun. There are only so many Maybachs you can see driven by, like, drunk 16-year-olds. They park them by crashing them into, like, phone poles. So I went, to, I went to get brioche, and I slightly, like, kind of misoverheard what Riley was saying. And I totally heard you say, uh, there's nothing like living in London to turn you into a radical narcissist. <laughs> which, which is such an accurate description of yourself. To be fair, I did um, say Marxist. But there's also, there's also nothing like Milo fetching brioche to overrule your point <laughs> about being called Marxist, is there? Patissiers of all nations unite. I thought you said you weren't petit déjeuner. (laughs) No, I am petit déjeuner. Well, I'm sort of, I aspire to petit déjeuner, which is why I've got the brioche. It's only Tesco brioche. Hey, should we do the show? (laughs) Yeah. This is the show, Charlie. Oh, fine. The show is about Tesco brioche. I'm bored. (laughs) More like Sean bored. Let's talk about vapes. (laughs) So, um,. Does anyone else want a brioche? <laughs> before, before we launch into the... No, I'm good. Okay. Before we launch into the main content, I think, of the show, I couldn't let this go by. Um, I had a party at my house yesterday, and in the morning, in addition to all the like, half-empty like, beer cans, I also found someone had left 
a half full, half full meaning this has been used at least a little bit. Um, Condom. <laughs> a half full uh, vial of vape juice at my house, and the flavor is dripping custard. That's one of the many differences that uh, in our short time together I've realized we have, because I see that as a half-empty container of uh, um, <laughs> dripping custard vape juice. <laughs> if that's what you call it. <laughs> But I think that's that's really emblematic, right? Like, like what the hell? How does dripping custard differentiate itself from regular custard? <laughs> like, like there's cream and then there's like whipping cream. And there's like I, custard and dripping custard. Like, I need a custard that drips. And they're like, ah, oh, aisle four. <laughs> I don't vape, but if I did, I wouldn't want it to drip. No, if I and I'll, but I really want to like when I smoke. I'm like, mm, this just like, isn't this isn't enough like a thick dessert. Yeah, I like the idea that they might make other flavors like sort of Bakewell tart flavored vape, and you kind of alternate it with the custard flavored vape. Is there actually anything you've ever wanted to drip? Don't answer that. <laughs> that isn't custard. I only uh, I only realized that. Yeah. Anyway, move on. But I, I think that when I found this um, this vial of dripping custard vape juice, mm. uh, but spoiler alert, it smells. Exactly like actual custard. I'm very tempted to. Oh, that's quite knows. fun. I didn't sniff. To just, I'm tempted. I'm hold on. I'm gonna put the mic between my knees. I'm tempted. To, speak. I'm tempted to just shot it. <laughs> Is he actually going. gonna shot it? Is no, I, no. He's no, just giving me a sniff. I, I don't want to take you to the hospital. <laughs> it really, it genuinely smells like actual custard. I think that when I see this, that this vial, and that they've been able to produce a vape juice that actually does taste like custard. I just I, I think of the fact that like in the general theory, Keynes predicted you know the the major problem of the future, which we're currently living in. The growth of technology would give people so much freedom and, and autonomy, and sort of being being free from the labor force, that their main concern would be how to spend all their leisure time. Um, and I think at some point the policy choice was made to keep wages low, keep prices low, and now we're all still working forty hours a week most of us at nonsense jobs. But we have dripping custard vape juice. <laughs> I wonder how many hours a week the person who invented dripping custard vape juice works. I like to think that that's properly like really having to slog it out till three in the morning, like wiping their brow, not being able to go to bed, like never seeing the kids because you've just got to hit those deadlines for producing your dripping custard vape juice. I think that's the level, and yeah. I want that to be the level. Maybe, maybe the guy's name is just dripping custard, and like the vape juice, that's like the only flavor of vape juice which he makes. Well, maybe uh, his name is... But like, Mr. Custard, you're going to have to leave. <laughs> like, it, we're shutting the building, and he's like, no, got to keep working on that vape juice. I don't know why he told me. Why wouldn't he be Texan? <laughs> All right, gotta keep working on that vape juice. Do you vape? No. Be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> we ha- we, we, our lives still suck. Uh, our society's still falling apart. Nothing works. And everything's terrible. But we've got dumb shit. And there's another, yeah. another dumb thing I, I saw recently. Um, which, okay, if you wanted to make a cup of tea, uh, what would you do? I'll let Charlie field this one. Oh, now, um, so I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to give you this, give you a straight answer because okay. it's the setup, um, which is that I would, uh, I'd boil a kettle, mm-hmm. uh, I'd get a mug out, I would get a tea bag out. Sorry, hang on, it's getting a bit complicated, can you just go over I, this again for me? Though? It's a tricky process, you'd yeah. put the, the tea bag in, tea bag in, in the mug. <laughs> oh, it's too hard to even say. It is. Do you, uh, do, you com- do you put it completely within the confines of the mug? You or? do, actually. That's the funny thing. Not sort of half in. Uh-huh. No, no, not that. Because okay. it's diff- tricky to balance. Um, Fair enough. 
and you then um, wait until the kettle's boiled. You know, maybe you do, you know, look out the window a bit. Yeah. Crocheting. Yeah. Um, Eat a brioche. You, you uh, pour the, the then boiled water um, mm-hmm. onto the tea bag, so in the mug, because um, that's what I'm, I'm going to stop. This, honestly, uh, you lost me. This is too is. confusing. Um, and uh, then eventually you take the tea bag out. And the fun thing about the tea bag. Is that um, is that your friend is asleep, but the photos are already on Instagram? <laughs> One of many fun things about the tea bag, um, and um, and yeah, the, the the tea diffuses from the tea bag, and you have and you have tea, and you add milk if you wish, and uh-huh. sugar if you're a dick, and, and that's it. And that and that that's it. Now, the the geniuses in Silicon Valley ha- have struck again, oh and God. They how have, are they going to make our lives better this time? Well, they just keep striking. <laughs> For the low price... Well, the iron is hot. Okay. I'm not even going to say the price until after. Uh, fortunately, Silicon Valley has invented a solution to this logistical nightmare you've just described. Yeah, I did make it sound tricky. Mm. Mm. And, and to be fair, you were simplifying it. I was. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of like complex small motor movements with your hands. Like, that's yeah. that awful. Mm. Yeah. It's time. And Do so, you have a, ser- a serious motor neurone deficiency? <laughs> Can be a problem. Well, this this is where this this product is for you, because we have the Tiforia now, uh, which I think is sort of a companion piece to the Juicero, which I think a lot of a lot of people who are listening to this will probably already have heard of. The Tiforia, uh, what it does is it's it's a little stand machine, and it hooks up to your phone, which, which is amazing. I love that it hooks up to my phone. Yeah, um, and you have and it you put water in. If you're still with me here. So far, so conventional. Yeah. And then you put tea into a little infuser globe. So that's mm, change one. Disruption. I like it, I like it when it's globe-shaped. Yeah. Disruption the first. The globe is not dishwasher safe, though, so keep that in mind. Okay. Um, and then the tea infuses through the, in the globe and goes into a little jug where you carafe, where you can then pour it into a mug and enjoy it as you choose. Now, of course, you can't just use any, any tea with the Tiforia. You have to use one of their patented sips. Which is a little package with a QR code because you know you need a QR code because it attaches. To I the hear phone. they're you in do. now. They're, they're very in. They're the next. They're going to be huge. I, I can't wait until I can finally see a QR code that can connect me to a brand. That's the thing. Uh, it's like, oh god, what kind of tea is that? And then they start saying the name, and you're like, no, no, no. Can you just describe the QR code to me? Just like black, white, black, 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 white, black, white, and that's just yeah. the first line. <laughs> and so you you do this, and you put it all all together. If you assemble your little machine, you hit a button in your phone. Um, and then uh, it steeps uh, in, in hot water. It boils the water for you, feeds the water through the tea leaves, and it goes into the carafe for you to enjoy. Uh, and you can, like I said, fortunately, like you can use your... So if you're like taking a shit, um, you can hit the button on your phone and your tea will be ready for you. <laughs> you can hit the button on your phone and you shit. Like, <laughs> that's the new app. <laughs> Finally, someone's disrupted shitting. So <laughs> this is this is like this is blowing the shitting game out of the water. Like like you like like you're, you're like you're shitting like it's 2006. <laughs> we're we're living out here in 3006. I'm, I'm just Who imagining some, I'm just imagining yeah. someone on stage going, "We've shit in the same way for tens of thousands of years until now." So the uh, the Tiforia, we, we now have a vague idea of what this is. It's basically an, an auto kettle plus infuser. Yeah, can you just can you just let me know what it offers that the uh, that the standard tea making process doesn't offer? Yeah, uh, 
Like, if you want to make tea with your phone ordinarily, you'd have to pour boiling water onto your phone, and yeah. that would damage your phone. And wouldn't yeah. make tea. Well, you could, like, stir the tea using your phone. That would do it, yeah. If you could use an, I think you could get away with doing that with a Nokia. It'd probably be fine. The Nokia might break your mug, though. That would be the other, like... Mm. I mean, the, the, the one thing it does offer is it says that it matches the kind of tea that, remember, it reads with the QR code because it's genius, yeah. um, with the correct uh, boiling temperature and infusing time. Um, anyway, that, that's, that's like the one, that almost is the one thing it does that the normal tea-making process doesn't. Does, it, does it scan your QR code and work out what kind of tea you would like? Based on your, like, <laughs> Amazon credentials. I can't, I can't wait until we all have a QR code tattooed on our foreheads to make advertising easier. I've got one, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to show you where it is. But, like, well, like, you, think, like, you think your QR code says one thing, but actually, like, the tattoo artist didn't speak QR code, and it actually says something else. Mine actually says, and people think that I've been the victim of something like that, but I actually wanted my uh, QR code to say uh, dripping custard vape juice. <laughs> Okay, so so we we but we know what the T four A is basically. Yeah, sort of up to speed. Yeah, how much? Uh, I'm going to sell this. We're going to start the bidding. Um, how much would you buy this for? So it's so. Let's be fair. So there's a difference between so what this can do if you're really into your tea is it can set the temperature mm. and it can set the steeping time. I, I could set the steeping time just with a watch. Okay, but it'll but it'll sort of somehow the stop Apple it. Watch, which also syncs with the T4 Air, I presume, yeah. um, and you can do it remotely. Yeah, yeah. I think. What is the point of making tea remotely? <laughs> like <laughs> making tea, like like if the T4 Air makes tea and there's no one there to drink it, like does Silicon Valley did still it, make a shit ton of money it, out of you? Like, <laughs> um, okay, so so I'm going to be fair here, and and there are people out there who will pay a lot of money for something that's a little bit unnecessary. Mm. I think that that's plausibly a hundred pound product. Um, hang on, let me let me see how much I'd pay for it. Will Will you take uh, six brioche? No, five because I want one of those. <laughs> okay, five brioche. If you want to give me five brioches and they're all worth three hundred American dollars, totaling fifteen hundred American dollars. Then we have a deal for the Tiforia. That's want that was a very roundabout way of telling us how much it cost. That's really that's really <laughs> unfortunate because these brioches are actually only worth two hundred and ninety-seven dollars each. Yeah, it's good brioche. Um, yeah, it's a yeah. I like. I don't go for the three hundred dollar brioche. I find it a bit bourgeois. It's actually because each <laughs> petit one bourgeois. Them, each one of them contains about fifteen percent of a Tiforia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, that's yeah. Obviously, that's that's obviously actually that's on really... the nutritional information. No, can we can we can we stop talking about not talking about the fact that it's a bit silly? <laughs> it's fifteen percent of like... your daily tiforia all in one brioche. I feel like we've left up, <laughs> guys. Can we do the tiforia cost thing? It's really hold silly. the microphone to your face, right, so people know you're laughing at my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. Yeah, um, Riley laughs silently into the void. <laughs> like <laughs> the tiforia is fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars. The Tiforia is fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollar he does. Before I say that again, let me look that up on Google and make sure it's fifteen hundred dollars. I mean, no, don't fact check the podcast. Don't fact check it in real time. Yeah, no, it no. is. It is fifteen hundred. I just I wanted to make sure because I was worried that might have been a keying error because it that's just... real time fact checking is exactly the sort of thing that we'll get for a, free from a the kind of listener error. base this podcast will attract. 
Yeah. So that like, means it's $1,500 plus sales tax. Oh, God. Yeah, $1,500 actually can't buy you a T4. Like, if you only have fifteen hundred, exactly $1,500 in your account. You went to the T4 shop with $1,500 in cash. Or approximately in a like. a briefcase, they would turn you away. Or approximately say, like no, 5.05 brioche. They'd be like, no, you need at least 5.36 brioche for a T4. What I think I'm going to do is I'm going to actually have to start my own, like, tax haven on, a, um, on, on, like, an oil rig somewhere, set up a T4 store just so I can afford to buy one without those onerous sales taxes. That would be the dream. I know. As the T4 was so accessible to the common man before the, before the government, before big, big government steamed in and tried to take their slice of the, the hard-working hey, man's hey. tax dollar. <laughs> Steamed you know. in, anyone? Steamed in? Steamed in? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so the, the learning curve in your jokes is a bit steep. Oh, no, uh, we're not doing this. Riley, the thing is that the funniest part about that joke was the ridiculous face you pulled, which will not translate by the medium of podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've already got that one down to a T. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm by naughty for it. That's the thing. I genuinely do pity the fool who buys a T for you. Yeah, I have an. Uh, oh an no, no, wait, no, an I almost don't. surreal. I have an almost surreal respect for anyone who will buy that. Should we? Uh, should we do a crowdfunding project to buy a T four? Yeah, and then like, yeah. and then only make coffee in it. Like, oh yes. <laughs> you, you sounded almost sexually excited by that prospect. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I mean, I just, I re- I just feel like we could really, and then we could do is we could go on like, like tea lover Twitter and yeah. just post videos of us fucking with the t-foria <laughs> it's like it's like that will it blend thing where they used to take but he said we're doing the t4 we're only we're making other boiling water products in it but not tea, like pot noodle <laughs> like like any kind of fucking ramen <laughs> like in the like scanning the qr code on a box of ramen <laughs> it's like yeah it steeps for 10 minutes what's the optimal <laughs> what's the optimal steeping time and temperature for my for my depressing unemployed 20 something food <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say the optimum steaming time for ramen is depression i'm gonna i don't want to do is i want to have my t4 so the optimum steeping time for everything becomes 69 minutes and then every time i make tea it'll be horribly burned and really strong and bitter but i'll say every day at 420 it automatically (laughs) makes you a tea i'll just just, mm, that'll be so nice 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 We've rubbished the T4 Yeah, I think thoroughly. we have. I think it's. I think it's. I think it's had enough. Hasn't it's, it? I, it's just. It's so dumb. It's just that that we have these. It's, it's. It's so dumb. Is it though? And and I realise this is early in uh, what's going to be a, 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 a years long running podcast. Um, but it, and it's early to bring in this point. But is it dumb, or is someone sitting counting their money going? <laughs> yeah, some, someone <laughs> is, but hopefully when eventually enough people join like Momentum, the Democratic Socialists of America, and enough people subscribe to Jacobin, then maybe the revolution will just happen. Well, look at the wonders of the computer age now. Wonders, Lisa, or blunders? I think that was implied by what I said. Implied, Lisa, or implode? And speaking of mass mass transit, this yeah. actually brings me on to kind of the next thing I, I wanted to hit. Um, speaking of mass speaking transit, of mass transit phrases I did like it. Yeah, like God, how are we gonna how are we gonna bustle these Catholics to church? Well, I know just the people to call. <laughs> Look, it's a decent comment, but you've interrupted the best segue of the show so far. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, to be honest, 
I think the Segway really only holds one person. It's not good for mass transit. No, not so much. That's very true. I'd love to see, like, a giant Segway that can hold, like, ten different unfuckable nerds. Hey, that would be mass transit. Have you got any other conversation topics about mass transit, Riley? Okay. (laughs) I love love this thing. Jesus Christ. that That Silicon Valley does. Um, which is a lot of the times they'll, 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 a lot of the times they'll often use their sort of tech innovation, buzzwordy aesthetic sort of way of communicating. Um, and then they'll have a conversation amongst themselves that will result in them in disrupting reality by inventing something incredibly obvious that already exists. Mm-hmm. I think the, probably the best example of this happening was, uh, I think, like, last week or something. What if um, we had, like, a lift pool, right? Like a carpool. But what mm-hmm. if we actually could make it quite big so it could hold, you know, 20 people or more, right? We got, like a, like, a, like, a, like, a van or something. And then, to make that more efficient, what if instead of going to your house and your destination, it goes somewhere near a lot of people are looking to leave, and it goes to somewhere a lot of people are looking to go. And you can walk a short distance, you know, from where you get picked up and dropped off. And lift... That'd be like one outside the Catholic Church. Like... <laughs> of course, for mass transit. Yeah. And, and, and this guy was like, yeah, this is really, really innovative. But Lyft, all that happened was they just it accidentally invented a bus. But it's truly beautiful. What now? Sorry, we both, Milo and I both... <laughs> Reading brioche. You, you went on for a while. We both went for some brioche. <laughs> Now, it sounds stupid, but like, because like, it's like, well, how has he not put two and two together that that's just a bus? I like the theory that this guy has never actually seen a bus. And then someone later took him aside and they were like, you realize that's a bus? And he's like, what? They're like, you know, a bus, like you buy a ticket, you get on, you, you go to like the, the, the thrift store. And he's like, no. He's like, no, what you mean? I, I don't get it. I just get an Uber. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean a bus? Like a... A bust of who? <laughs> this is a semi-serious point. Do you think part of it is that if they develop some new vehicle that kind of doesn't look like a bus, it doesn't really occur to them that it is just a bus that looks a bit different? And that, that's the thing. I think it's literally just the visual appearance of the thing that makes the difference. And I bet like they'll probably like, try to find a way to call it like bus without a U, like bus. <laughs> bus. Or BS, that's good, isn't or it? Like, that's, or like, or like, that's a fun thing for us all. Like or like B A S with like a line on top, so it's like bass, <laughs> like, like sort of like like the Dutch man's name and on, on on every bus. There aren't a Dutch people called Baz. I'm pretty sure there aren't Dutch people called Baz. No, there's there really a, are. There's Bas. a film. There's a film uh, director called Baz, and then, oh no, there'll be there'll be like a rival app called Bass Hunter, <laughs> like helps you find a bus in your area. It, it's it's this weird troubling trend that just like. Silicon, like Silicon Valley, just aims to sort of worm its way into new, like shit that's working fine, and then quote unquote disrupt it. <laughs> and with and, with with apologies for the um, for ruining uh, our own cynicism, I read a great tweet the other day. Ooh, ooh, yeah. That that's the sentence that always starts I've, the I've, best story. I've heard good? about that website. Isn't it good? <laughs> uh, but it said that uh, actually, if um, if somebody invented phone calls now, it would be touted as the the new high tech alternative to shitty messaging apps. <laughs> real time, real voice calls. It's probably Wait. true. Like no, like no, like no, no unnecessary information. Like no, no pointless, no group chats. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, well, it's wonderful. You can just use a number. But, okay, 
that actually almost leads me to the next dumb reinvention thing, which is again I, this 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 happened sort of towards the end of June, uh, where there's this charity event in Australia um, called like Sleep Out Australia or something, and it's to like, and what what happens is like a bunch of like CEOs uh, will. Sleep after sleep rough. Just cracking open a cold bomb with the CEOs. <laughs> it's like a classic weekend in Australia. Cracking open a cold bomb with the CEO of my local grocery company. Is this the bit of the show where we all do our terrible Australian accents? Oh, I think it awful. is, Jim. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I mean, you got to sometimes you just got to pursue an Australian accent that's not going very well <laughs> in order to you just got to commit to it. Cement your commitment to the podcast as a genre. Sorry, I, Riley. I'd, I'd be I'd be careful of doing that too much because that's how crocodile Riley. That's it. That's a terrible Australian accent you did there. <laughs> it al- it almost sounds like a Canadian who's been living in England for too long. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, that what is maybe that's what an Australian is. <laughs> So, so what they did as part of this was they really wanted to give CEOs the experience of what it is to live in poverty so they could, um, you know, develop some empathy for... <laughs> develop an app for, like, homeless people, like, homeless tracker app. Yeah, uh, yeah I think I saw this. You're not, you're not far yeah, off. Yeah, you, you're, you're troublingly close to what this actually is. Um, I'm always troublingly close, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a, a short selection from, the, um, from this from The this Snapchat thing. update has taught you nothing. <laughs> uh the the CEO the CEO sleepout Twitter account posted a video of CEOs using virtual reality and then it helpfully says in parentheses VR um, to <laughs> in case like in case like no one knew what virtual reality was <laughs> unless unless it's known by its shortening like what could that what oh, could that VR. possibly be to, to, to quote to get a glimpse of the realities faced by people who experience this every day and uh, someone else on Twitter said yeah this is really going to revamp empathy. Oh wow! It's like like like. Em- Join us next week when again we play serious or sarcastic. Empathy, empathy, but with no e. <laughs> like it's just like with an like a capital well, M like and em- a hyphen. Like M people. Yeah, exactly. Like M people. <laughs> empathy and like the advert has M people on it. No, I'll, I'll, I'll post. I'll post this. It sounds video. like a math a maths problem. Like there are M people, <laughs> and they and they and they are experiencing empathy. Um, yeah, well, so if M is a constant, <laughs> and so what they did was they actually put on virtual reality helmets, then sat around a boardroom, so they could all like experience homelessness for like ten minutes. What do, do you have any details about what this entailed? Like what the what was actually on the screens at the time? What they did? What? Uh, you know, I. I, I also, I, isn't I experiencing homelessness for 10 minutes a bit like <laughs> going, going for, for a walk? walk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine like, like a, an Australian man experiencing homelessness through the power of VR and being like, like I don't think you've turned it on, mate, because I'm just drinking and having a fight. <laughs> like, so these fucking homeless people all get VR headsets. <laughs> And they, they just get outraged. Even I haven't got ta- one of these. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get outraged that their taxes are too high. <laughs> they're like, we're paying for headsets for homeless people. Yeah. Oh, actually, your Australian accent is worse than either of ours. <laughs> it's just yeah. English. Yeah, it was just English, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like Dick Van Dyke does Australia I in like a weird 80s B-movie. I think your Australian accent is further from an Australian accent than your normal speaking voice. <laughs> How about, how about this is just my Australian accent then? Let's go with that. Let's <laughs> go with that. Just don't understand the, the Riley people. No. <laughs> no. We're, we're a proud people with it, with many complex cultural heritages. Yeah. Um, Does that explain the socks fully pulled up? 
No, if anyone wants to know, uh, yes, I am wearing the same pair of sweat shorts I've been wearing for about a week. And yes, I do have socks fully pulled up with they've, them as they've well. They've stayed fully up. Yeah. Quite impressively. R- Riley, Riley looks at those uh, like articles of like sex offender mugshots for look inspiration. It's like, God, I've got to get those shorts. He, he just goes into Top Man and goes, this, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> well, or I think it'd be—I think it'd be more my style to be like queuing up for a queuing up for a supreme drop that's definitely themed around John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Who's John Sup- Wayne Gacy? Serial killer. Like so, you like, could have guessed it from the context. Did he? Did he really? Did he really like spoil the whole John Wayne thing? Like he, he was literally named after John Wayne because his mother was also surprisingly crazy. What if? What if we brought? Right, he says like sensually scratching his balls. <laughs> like, for those of you listening at home, Riley's now dangerously close to the draw me like one of your French girls pose on the sofa. I'm, I'm more like, I've experienced me in VR like one of Australia's homeless. <laughs> Experience Riley in VR. That was what they gave the Australian hobos. They were like, while they're experiencing you in VR, you can experience Riley scratching his balls. Riley is also available in as VR. Yeah. Do you think, do you think, do you think the, home, the homeless got VR headsets to experience life as CEOs? It's, I really hope so. <laughs> I really hope that the, the like the the ho- the homeless guys are like I'm just <laughs> I'm just drinking and having a fight. Are you sure you turn it on, mate? I hope it was like trading places <laughs> where they ended up being so good at the job that they never got the CEOs back. Do you think we could bring this program over to England? Absolutely, yeah. Like yeah. strap him on the House of Lords and just like let him. I think go. they already do that in the House of Lords, but just not in the <laughs> way you're thinking. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm like hey, down here at Strap It On Day, the House of Lords, it's an like, annual tradition. Some of these, some of these strap-ons have been in use since the, since the 16th century. Traditional, traditionally, I, the my father used it, and his father before him. <laughs> my father used it on his father. <laughs> traditionally, like the Speaker of the House of Lords has a black strap-on, and the rest of them have white ones. Is that what Black Rod is? <laughs> God, that's in the House of Commons. Read a book. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. That's why they have mace. Uh, do you think it's possible for like the British House of Lords to use VR to start genuinely understanding the ridiculous poverty plaguing our society? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think maybe. I feel like it's sufficient numbers of the people in the House of Lords are sufficiently kinky that if you gave them a homeless VR experience, they They'd would think it would be like a really like I think they'd make in-depth the scenario porn, like like really like really method. Like you know, I'm just going to pick up some girls on the street. Why are they Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're doing Rocco Freddy. <laughs> Have you never watched Arnold Schwarzenegger porn? <laughs> I'm just going. I'm just going to pick up some girls on the street. I'll be back. It had to be done. Kids, would you step outside for a second? <gasps> Dear Lord, that's the loudest profanity yeah, I've yeah, ever sorry, heard. That was, too, that was dark. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, all I wanted we'll to cut do it in post. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Milo. That's not going to survive post. <laughs> it's not going to survive. Post. As a result, though, neither is this. 
We can say anything. We here. can leave this back in. We can leave this in. We can we can make what Milo said intriguingly beeped out. That's not gonna that's not gonna that's not gonna survive post like a fucking twenty pound note in a birthday card from your aunt in Swindon. Like that like that is that is getting taken straight there out. There goes in the post. Swindon market. That was half our listeners. Hang on, why would the Swindon surely like there goes the postal worker market? Well, why would Swindon the, be angry the, like the, we never post twenty pound notes like if you're in Swindon like you're writing in like I've never posted my my nephew a twenty pound note. No, I, I, he doesn't deserve. It. I give him five. <laughs> but also with the Swindon market gone and the postal market gone and France <laughs> and France and France and to be fair Australia and Australia we should keep a tally of who we've offended. I don't know. I, I think Australia is. We're still up on board. to just over a um, probably closing in on like ninety million people at this. Well, stage. no. If you include the postal workers in Swindon, it goes from ninety million to one hundred and four million. Closing yeah, in does. on ninety million people. We're like we're like the Wehrmacht. <laughs> <laughs> Another joke that won't survive post. <laughs> that one's fine. Don't don't I quite like that one. <laughs> what's wrong what's wrong with the Wehrmacht? Don't don't answer that. Hey Riley, have you got any more cool tech for us? <laughs> uh so if, I mean if you don't if you think we don't really need to revamp empathy anymore, I've got some more just some of it's not necessary. It's some of it's quite sort of tech adjacent, but <laughs> a it, new app called Wehrmacht. <laughs> it tells you where the where the Wehrmacht are at any given time. Really useful if you're like a French Resistance member or like a Belarusian partisan. And you like, can you can actually add, add upload your location to the map by adding a Wehrmacht. My, um, my favorite thing is actually that that sounds like a, that sounds like a cryptocurrency for like for like pre yeah, pre eurozone Germany. It does a little, doesn't it? But like I, a currency, a cryptocurrency that only works at full moon in Germany. Oh, <laughs> the Wehrmacht joke. God damn it! My, yeah. my, my favorite part of the uh, of no the, pun is safe. <laughs> my favorite part of the Wehr, of the Wehrmacht map app is that it integrates with the Tiforia, and when you're about to invade, it'll put a couple on for you. It's useful. That is handy. Yeah. I've heard yeah. other dumb shit that's happened with with cap- with late stage capitalism getting yeah. stupid because the future is garbage. Uh, that's happened recently. Is you know that um, Beyonce and rapper Jay Z have copywritten the names of their kids. I did see that, and and it slightly slipped under the radar that they did it with their first kid as well. Actually, oh, the lights have just gone on. That's quite bright. Oh, um, I put it off. <laughs> yeah. Now I can see the edge of Riley's sack. Um, <laughs> So, like, it's, it's great that, like, Riley's intros are so slow that I went off, made myself a glass of water, and turned on the lights, which are on the other side of this bizarre luxury flat that Riley lives in. Despite, <laughs> despite being, like a, like, a radical socialist leftist, like, Riley lives in a luxury flat in Docklands. It's in East um, London, though, so it counts. <laughs> hey. How about JZ though? Yeah, <laughs> that just reminded me of like him? I was in. <laughs> I went to a mate dragged me to Infernos in Clapham the other night, which is like if you're not if you're not a, if you're not a London person, like Clapham is like this area where like the Oxbridge sends its worst like capitalist graduates. Was it Rob? Uh, it was Rob. Yeah, I thought it might be um, Rob. They, and they go there. They go there to like talk about rugby and like smash birds, and then work at J.P. Morgan the rest of the week. Um, and uh, they go, oh, that's the J.P. Morgan market gone. And uh, damn it, our main target audience—they were really enjoying listeners. it as well. They were having such a nice time. And there's this, and there's this club called Infernos, where it's just like full of the worst, and it's also full of like like 
Essex Essex guys who work in estate agencies who've like come down for a night out. So I mean, that's you if the Russia comedy career hadn't worked out. Yeah, estate agency, my like my estate agency is like my number two calling in life. Like my number one calling in life is like sleep and masturbation, but my number two calling in life is working in an Essex branch of Foxtons. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and masturbating simultaneously. Um, yeah, so I, I was in I was in uh, the toilet in. Uh, in infernos in Clapham, questioning my my choice, and uh, and I a also guy, question your choice. Uh, yeah, I mean the toilet. You know, <laughs> never question a man's right to choose, Riley. To choose infernos. Um, Dante didn't even imagine infernos. Like he didn't go that high on the circles of hell. Yeah. So I'm in the toilet. This guy comes up and starts pissing next to me at the urinal, and he just goes like, uh, he goes, it's like, mate, infernos is without a doubt the best place in the southeast. I first say I love that he's regionalizing this. Right, then then he says, like, the amount of fit birds in here is outrageous. And I was like, and I said to him at this point exactly these words. I was like, well, maybe you should make an official complaint. He didn't pick up on the sarcasm at all. And he was about to say something else when another guy sort of, like, kind of brushed past him to get into the cubicle. And he sort of turned around from the urinal to, like, catch the guy's attention. And in the process of this, began pissing against the wall instead of into the urinal. And went to the guy, Oi, mate, got any Charlie? And I was like, God, this man is like a this man is like twenty like a twenty seventeen meme like that's been like that that I've just met in real life. Um, you know, I was like, how do I retweet you? Like, where is your like? What do I what do I press? Hey, so Jay Z. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Jay Z. Before we get to Jay- boy Charlie, got any Jay Z? <laughs> before we go to Jay, that is genuinely an, a, an endless peril of uh, of being called Charlie. Is uh, accidentally engaging in conversation with, with every single dealer who ever comes up to you because they were always open with Charlie and I will go yes uh, because that is my name and uh, a very very confusing conversation will ensue and because it people feels know like you. they're trying to charge me for my name that actually is a perfect just like our other perfect segues a perfect segue yeah um, yeah Beyonce and Jay's head they're really wondering what they've done they've copywritten the names of their kids so they can now charge you for using the names of their kids. And I, I'm going to list to you what the trademarks are for. Does that mean we can't say their names? Not if you're using them on any of the following products. Which is really mixed messages given Beyonce's back catalog. <laughs> <laughs> if, you want, if you want to make a, 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 a sort of um, what, not medieval, like sort of 15th century, what did Rumi write, Persian poet? Um, for Who? A, Rumi's a Persian poet, like... Like vapid I'm pretty vapid. sure it's like an automatic vacuum cleaner, Riley. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's the Persian poet Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> the 15th century was some crazy times in Silicon Valley. <laughs> fucking, fucking Silicon Persian Empire. Hey, what have they called their kids? They've called them Rumi and Sir. Fine, call your kids. Sir? Yeah. <laughs> Sir. S-I-R. S-I-R. <laughs> Sir, wow. it's so Rumi. Yeah. But I don't want to focus on the name so much. Like, people like, name that, their so kids that, stuff. No, but is that so that kid, like, can never tell whether someone's being formally polite <laughs> or not? Or, or, like, patron, or like a patronizing police officer, like, giving you a hard time. Yeah. Sir, very sir, difficult. put your pants on, sir. It's going to be very difficult to so judge it, the tone of if people he's, speaking. If he's ever knighted, it's going to sound like the Queen's got a stutter. <laughs> get, and the thing is, you know what? The way we're going, Beyonce and Jay-Z's son is definitely going to get knighted it's at gonna some happen. point. But okay, here are here are the trademarks that they cre- that they copyrighted the names for. Yeah, uh, can you not call one of his kids World War? <laughs> <laughs> World War Carter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, here's what they're for: 
fragrances, cosmetics, keychains, baby teething rings, strollers, mugs, water bottles, hair ribbons, playing cards, tote bags, sports balls, rattles, and novelty items. As opposed to non-sport balls. Somehow <laughs> calling them sports balls makes them actually sound less like balls that you'd use for sport. Yeah, sports balls. Oh, yeah. Andy, oh, Andy oh, Murray yeah. there, tossing the sports ball into the air. Oh, yeah. He's, what, he's at it again. My favorite part of that list is um, things like a... a a Beyonce and JZ's twins themed keychain is considered separate from the category novelty items. Yeah, <laughs> I like, they're going in for the lucrative keychain market. They're worried they might get squeezed out of the market for roomy and sir keychain. Like, who buys a sir keychain? Like, who is in that? Like, someone who is so formal that they won't even get their first name on a keychain. Like, someone who goes into a gift shop and they're like, "What's your name?" It's like, no, I want, I want my, I want my keychain to say sir on it. I, I, I think really it's like those... people who go into restaurants and say, "Oh, I've got, I've, I've got a reservation." My name's uh, Mr. Johnson. <laughs> have you know? Have you ever seen that? Uh, it's amazing. Where is it? People yeah. who go in and they will only introduce themselves as Mr. Something. I, I, I just don't want to be in the pocket. I, I'm always worried that um, like like Hollywood has just been in the pocket of big keychain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the pocket of big keychain, with big keychains in their big pockets, their deep pockets. What I really want more than anything else is I want us to do like at some point an ad for a cargo shorts company. So that I can truly say that I'm in the pocket of big cargo shorts. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm really I'm really cozying up to people in like the frozen fast food market. I'm in the warm pocket of big hot pocket. <laughs> oh, actually, I I wanted to be mean about that joke, and then I found it really funny. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's is- so often the way. Wow, my boss! Don't call me that word. I don't like things that elevate me above the other people. I'm just like you. Oh, sure, I come later in the day, I get paid a lot more, and I take longer vacations, but I don't like the word boss. Sir, <laughs> sir. And then JZ came in, I was like, I've copyrighted that, I'm afraid. Jingles a sir keychain. I think that the sir keychain... You're going to have to call him my liege, or another alternative to the word sir. I, I, I think that the sir keychain would be great for the blue tick mark Trump repliers on Twitter. Who, like every time blue like, Trump... tick sounds like a particular species of tick. Like, <laughs> they are. I mean, they're, they are ticks. these blue don't, ticks. Don't they really get under my that skin. Polluted river. You don't get yourself the blue tick. <laughs> he kind of just hovers next to your face, and it's like That's how you get verified. And then to get unverified, you have to like rub Vaseline on it. That's why all the dogs on Twitter are verified. Most, They're all infested most... with ticks. Most of most of like like the liberal centrist quote unquote hashtag resistance or whatever that like is desperate to save like a cruel and like horribly means tested health insurance program for example Wait, is it means tested no but it's like not as efficient as single payer Regardless. we're not doing policy detail on this show <laughs> no, no we're no, absolutely we, not we don't do knowing stuff uh, no we um means the- tested where it tests how mean you are <laughs> like the only person who gets health insurance is Vinnie Jones. <laughs> Like, damn it, he's so mean. I think it should be memes tested. <laughs> memes tested. <laughs> the amount of healthcare you get depends on the amount of posts you do. The irony is... I the irony is. Means. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> the irony is Harambe would have gotten such good healthcare, but it's too late. <laughs> we can't cure death yet. Okay, so... What... <laughs> yet, there's an app for that, my friend. Like, there's a, there's, a <laughs> there's a company in Silicon Valley that's inventing, like, d- death <laughs> as a new product. They're disrupting but, the life market. But they would spell... Life it. insurers hate them. They would spell it DTH. They would. You're disrupting the life market with this one weird trick. <laughs> it's just a guy shooting himself. Like, local mom. Like, <laughs> like, local, mom di- local mom dies tragically, actually. Just, just a clickbait ad. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Local, local moms want you to come over and murder them now. <laughs> I'm divorced. I don't want a relationship. I just want a guy to strangle me in don't, my bathtub. Don't toy with our listeners. The only people still listening are hoping this is a real ad. <laughs> I think we've already lost the dead people market, which is bad because they were half of our audience. They were. They, were. Like, they, all, count. Some guy, they all count. There's some guy stroking a semi right now going like, I'd strangle a single mom. <laughs> I didn't think you'd notice. Weirdly, the Republican Party totally needs people who will strangle single moms for free. Like, how are we going to pay for all these single moms? Well, I know a guy <laughs> who can solve this problem. Uh, it's like the Republicans actively want to strangle single moms, but the Democrats are much more like content to like let them die slowly and have natural causes. Yeah, which is, you know... Also pretty bad if you can prevent it. I guess that's just life, isn't it? Really? Ooh, that's, but I think that's got to be hot take of the day. <laughs> That is, a, that is the hottest hot of takes. Take that is selling like day. hot takes. <laughs> hot, the selling hot like take hot that human takes. life is, you know, more or less pretty worthwhile. Yeah. We should preserve it. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's very spicy. It's a spicy meatball. It's a warm take. It's burned it's, my tongue. I, I, I was, I, it's, I, a, I, it's a hot pocket take. A hot pocket? Hot pockets take flavor. <laughs> Stop bringing up hot pockets. <laughs> I'm, I'm, deep in the, I'm deep in the warm pocket of hot pocket. <laughs> How have we mentioned big hot pockets more than one time? <laughs> Uh, a, a it's, big like, hot it's totally the sort of thing that is like a weird, a weird like prison sex fetish as well. Like, and then it's the sort of thing that would be in the um, in, in the Sunday Sport headline, wouldn't it? Like, a hot pocket <laughs> blistered my bell end. <laughs> I think that might be a real one. Not when you comply with the usage instructions. You really think that might be a real one? Like, like anything. I know, it, no, Greg's pasty boiled my bell end is a real one. <laughs> Boiled but my didn't they, didn't it's a great like, use of alliteration. Really good. Yeah. Didn't, didn't they just like blame European like heating regulations for that guy's boiled bell end? The Sunday sport doesn't <laughs> get that political. I was <laughs> John Claude Juncker was like, "Yeah, we, we're seriously reviewing our our bell end regulations and banning Nigel Farage from the European Parliament." Yeah, no, that's right? fine. He'll just go and like live in Trump's golden lift. Golden that lift. sounds great. I'd live there. Which is actually just a golden bus. <laughs> Trump's gold lift is spelled with a Y. Yeah. Yeah. You, you use an app to choose which floor. So I, I, And it I, steeps you for the perfect <laughs> amount of time. Should we do all the jokes again in this context? <laughs> and, then, and then you're in, and it calls you, you're in a hot pocket. And it calls you, sir. <laughs> and then JZ sues you. Yeah. JZ sues you. Beyonce's like, say my name. And he's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <laughs> so what do you think? Have we... Have we have, have, you, have, have we have we covered the the, the, the bizarre uh, tangent from Beyonce and Jay Z having copywritten the name of? We've their covered kid? the bizarre tangent. We haven't covered the story at all. Well, I don't know how much. No, we, it, it, it's just it's just it's it, just the marketization of everything is just terrible. Yeah, no that's matter. all for this week, folks. <laughs> yeah, the, the big the big hot take. Every, everyone, everyone knows that like late stage capitalism is stupid. We don't need to bash their. Heads I in reckon that. capitalism's <laughs> only just getting started. Imagine what it can do with another two hundred years. I'm Imagine sorry. where I'm we sorry. could be. I'm sorry, sir. You've got Imagine stage four capitalism. Imagine the vape juice we could have if capitalism isn't even late. Imagine, imagine, imagine how many like dumb names we could copyright if capital if like capitalism sticks around for the we'd have to years. start inventing new words like act, not just letting them evolve like actively inventing new words like yeezy would become like the standard form of clothing Ye- uh, i think the word yeezy would just become like hello or a blessing good yeezy to you <laughs> <laughs> it was just like that's it would... how i already use it <laughs> yeah i think for 
<laughs> like, like, what kind of pizza do you want? Yeah, can I get a four years pizza, please? <laughs> there is already um, a website that you may have come across called New Yeezy Resolutions. Have you seen that one? I haven't. Um, I, I thought I was really it's, online. Um, it's, it's, it's not as easy as it looks. It's a site where you um, you click generate, and it generates a random uh, Yeezy-based resolution. So it's things like, I will ask my bitch for other bitches. <laughs> it's fantastic. I really recommend it. And it's easy Yeezy lemon Yeezy. All right. We're going to take a short break, and I'm going to go find some new Yeezy resolutions. Team Yeezy. trying to do trying now to now we preserve posterity like riley's failed attempt at a burp riley how does it feel to have now failed in a row consecutively a million times i've never burped at everything you've ever you've attempted never burped. <laughs> one day wow uh, I, I i you know what anything is possible if you put your mind to it apparently not <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, like, if, if you disprove anything, like... <laughs> that I will never burp in this town again. Mm. Yeah. Or indeed ever. I feel like, you know, destiny must be a powerful factor in our lives if Riley, who is so completely incompetent, lives in a luxury flat. Like, <laughs> like why... Why doesn't, why doesn't Charlie live in a luxury flat? Charlie's much more competent than Riley. No, I'm not that much, competent. You're a much better capitalist. That's probably... I don't know. We're both better capitalists than you are, actually, yeah. That's very true. Also, I think if any of us were competent, we wouldn't be doing this. We'd be doing something much more worthwhile with our lives. That's true. I wanted to see Baby Driver, but the tickets are really expensive. Uh, are, they more, are they more expensive than the usual you're, tickets? You're looking, you're looking directly away from your mic while you're talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I decided. So, it's it's so part of my this. style. It's <laughs> part of my style. <laughs> like... I think Baby Driver is a really weird title for a film. Well, I think the sequel to Mini Driver was really interesting. The sequel to Mini Driver? Well, the <laughs> Which sequ- is like she had kids. Or like, Which could actually be... Her name is actually like... You know, it, it, oh, I lost the train of thought there. But Mini's <laughs> a kind of car as well. You're, you're, you lost the lift of thought. I was yeah. going to say, your, your, your relationship to that joke is like Lyft inventing the bus. It was a little, yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> Charlie, Charlie's reinventing the wheel of mini driver jokes. <laughs> like people, you know, people think mini driver jokes have been done, but then Charlie comes along and he's like, and hey. he disrupts. Yeah, because like usually a mini driver joke will have a punchline, and Charlie like does a mini driver feed line and then just trails off, and it's like, like fuck you guys. Hey guys, what's with mini driver? <laughs> You're the Charlie Kaufman of mini driver jokes. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. actually on my CV. Do you remember? <laughs> like, I also feel like like. Uh, when I was when I was in literally in primary school, there was there was a like mini was a slang term for vagina. Do you, what? Do you remember this? No. Like, no. Why was there a slang term for vagina in primary school? <laughs> well, also, aren't there enough? God, like, <laughs> come on, Riley. When did you use your lose your virginity? Like at, after age eleven, like a pussy. <laughs> some of us, some of us were like knee, knee deep in uh, you know primary school hose at, at seven. Knee deep in hose just makes it sound you're, like you're wearing sort of short Tudor trousers, or, or like I, I'm just I'm just like a really incompetent at watering the plants. Or that, yeah, yeah. 
I've become entangled. We're just I'm... doing two Ronnie's jokes now, aren't we? Ronnie <laughs> <laughs> <Do I need laughs> peas. <laughs> so, I, I did want to ask you guys. Uh, we have a, a really important international holiday coming up on, on the 11th of July. Ooh. Uh, Amazon Prime Day. 7-Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys doing for 7-Eleven? <laughs> I hadn't noticed it was on 7-Eleven. I'm going I'm to go and buy convenience items. Yeah. From a, from a really upset Pakistani man. That's the problem, you know. What? It's, it's Why is he upset? Because <laughs> yeah, he buying. works in 7-Eleven, Charlie. I'd be upset. Well, because he's missing Prime Day. He sells ramen noodles to, co- to comedians who are trying to break a $1,500 tea maker. Sales aren't good. They're not good. No. He's really forgotten that his whole target... <laughs> said, the, said, said the disorganized sea captain to his men. It's the, wor- it's the worst joke of the podcast. It's the worst one. <laughs> Which means it's staying in. It's the worst one. <laughs> 100%. Perfect. Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to know, like, what, what are you guys doing for Prime Day? Like, how do you usually celebrate? Uh, well, I, I get a cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and how many candles? Uh... Well, Prime is now... Jeez, a Prime number, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, it or would do you, to be. Or, or do you order the movie 16 Candles off of Amazon and then put your copy of 16 Candles onto the cake and then look at the camera and be like, huh? Yeah, that as well. <laughs> that one, too. Mm. All of... Both of those. Yeah. And both of those are staying the fuck in. They are, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just, we're just having it at our house, just having a traditional, you know, like a family thing, like a prime day dinner, like always, like that grandma's yeah. coming around. We're going to have, we're going to have a prime rib. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have, we're going to have a key prime pie for dessert. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to, we, at the end, we like to stand up and, uh, and read out, uh, T.S. Eliot's The Prime of the Ancient Mariner. No, that's important. And, uh, and The Prime of Miss Jean Brody as well. Yeah. I don't even remember who wrote that one, but, uh, mm. <laughs> it was written by Jeff Bezos, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> We ordered we ordered them all on on a on a well known uh, website. No, of course you use eBay. Al- use Alta Vista, right? Alta Vista, yeah. Ah, good old Alta Vista. <laughs> Deep View. <laughs> Where <laughs> are they now? Where are as they soon now? as you translate it into English, it sounds like a really shit BuzzFeed informant. Like our informant Deep View <laughs> told us. Our informant Deep View told us that Jay Z and Beyonce are copywriting their kids' names and selling their stools. Jay Z's son Deep View. Hey 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 hey. Jay Z. Uh, Jay Z. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, Milo. We, we rehearsed this. It's our language. Use it. <laughs> See, <laughs> I say we, we've tightly scripted all of this. Don't improvise. Yeah. Was, was was Jay Z one half of ZZ Top? <laughs> um, ZZ Top is dreadful, isn't it? That's really bad. That really is bad. It's, 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 it's not a, con- a joke. It's, a, it's just a comment. It's, it's a just... consonant. Z- it's a consonant zoo. I like yeah. I like to read about him in a, in a magazine. <laughs> Oh, here we go. <laughs> before we before we descend into he, a he and his wife be once. <laughs> before before we descend too much further into a a, a whirlpool morass of Zed yeah. puns. Prime uh, I, Day. I, I want yeah. It, no, it's 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 a great little holiday. It that, is, yeah. That celebrates um Started by ri- was it Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> I think it was yeah. Thomas Jefferson. And the subject of Marty Cyrus's famous album, The Prime. The Prime, yeah, it's the Prime. Yeah. It's the. Sorry, we're done. <laughs> do the do the Prime Warp. Yeah. <laughs> prime Watch. Yeah. Bit of Prime Watch. Bit of Prime Watch. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to become primed by this topic. That's that. Uh, yeah. Well, wow. 
We've lost all the Amazon listeners. Dear God. <laughs> all the Amazon listeners. That's a lot Prime, of people. Primers, I believe they're called <laughs> yeah. now. The more, uh, yeah, God. Yeah, what, we've even lost the Prime Meridian. What, what prime mm. hour of the prime day is it? <laughs> um, uh, see, I, I think, that, you know, prime day used to be about your family and togetherness. Yeah. And I think, I think prime day has gotten really commercial. It has. We need to get back to the true meaning of prime day. We do. What do you think the true meaning of Prime Day is? I mean, I know. I'm, I'm asking to see if you know. Well, for me, Riley, it's always been about, uh, you know, well, when 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 Jesus Primed uh, died for our right to next day delivery, and the and the ability to stream Sons of Anarchy online at will. Oh, is that on Prime now? I, b- I believe it is. Mm. I think it is. I know Seinfeld is. Is it? That's a key maneuver for me. Prime. Have you guys just managed to use satirizing Prime Day to sell me a Prime subscription? I think you might just have done that. (laughs) We're we're actually deep. A a Prime subscription. Oh, so deep. These so deep. These mics aren't even on. (laughs) These mics aren't even plugged into anything. I didn't even give you my code. (laughs) That's not even a mic. You gave me beer. You gave me pizza, and now you're just selling me Amazon Prime. (laughs) That's how this works. Charlie Rousey's been hypnotized, and he's just been sucking the dick of an exam an Amazon executive the whole time while mumbling softly. <laughs> a classic defense. Imagine being so middle class that your dick just becomes brioche. I don't think that happens if you're really middle class. Surely it would become spotted dick, <laughs> which is remarkably similar to brioche in consistency. Mm. I still have never had spotted dick. Don't. Well, if you ever do, you should get checked out. Cause yeah, <laughs> it sounds like a disease they'd get in Treasure Island. It's either it like spotted dick and also, as it's also known, custard trip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all English desserts sound like sex diseases. Don't swim in that river. <laughs> You'll get yourself the custard dick. <laughs> Capitalism. I don't think we can leave any of this in. Oh, I had a, oh, yeah. The Hillary had slaves thing is too old anyway. Yeah. See, yeah. I love that she did, though. I don't love that she did. I wish she didn't. But, like, <laughs> I love that she just admitted it. Hmm. But <laughs> I, I love that they were, all, they were all, like, serial killers. That was my favorite thing that she was like, yeah. She's like, yeah, the ones who were serial killers were the best ones. They were, they were like, they were such good workers. Hey, they made pretty killer cereal. <laughs> Ooh. Whatever, well, none of this is staying in. It's all the, it's all slaves. No, they related. made they made killer cereal. <laughs> we're, like, we're also but but a mile or so from the serial killer cafe, aren't we? On Brick Lane. Yeah, oh, we should do an episode at the serial killer Bumped cafe. Into Myra Hindley there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost the Myra Hindley <laughs> audience. <laughs> <laughs> the Myra Hindley audience was like waiting for that moment. We've gained the Myra Hindley audience. Now now Ian Brady's like, why don't I get a shout out? You know? Didn't he just die? I murdered, <laughs> I murdered as many of them as she did. I think he just died. Yeah, well, Myra Hindley died a long time ago, didn't uh, she? We've really been doing our audience targeting very badly. <laughs> we're mainly, we're I'm sure they have relatives. We're going after dead serial killers. We're, That's we're the, the only... We're the only podcast that primarily targets the dead. Next, they'll be telling me Crippen isn't listening. God damn it. I hate it when you lose the Dr. Crippen audience. Like, Crippen is always the main critic. Like, it's a good review to get because it says doctor on the front, so he sounds educated. Everyone everyone reads his blog. They I'm, do. I'm the very, Crippen blog. I'm very certain, though, that our, um, our, our king, 
oh, E3 old, the unready audience is definitely going to really pick up over time. Yeah, but the, you've lost them by it, pronouncing Ethelred E thrilled. E thrilled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what They're the not fuck? Going to be very E thrilled about that. Am I right? No. E thrilled sounds like a weird like techno music festival. Guys, we were like we we're just like I popping mean, mandy at yeah, E thrilled. Do, do you like to party? Because if you do, you'll love to go to E thrilled. It's that like was a, like that was somewhere somewhere between like a, a stoned guy and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But that's do you basic, like to party? Because if you do, you'll like, love E thrilled. We're just picking up some girls on the street at a festival that's with a camera like crew, in, like Central European festivals. It's like ha- halfway between you know coked up bro and and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Coked up, bro. Coked up, Schwarzenegger. Looking for uh, looking for women on the street As at Marcus a festival a with hey a guys, camera you crew. Want to come to Ethereal, Tiesto's headlining. <laughs> Tiesto, oh, God, no. or as or as Riley would call him, Tiesto. <laughs> he was named after the. It was a, it's a it's a it's a it's a little known fact that Tiesto actually invented the necktie, uh, and also founded the school Stowe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was oh, a busy man. It's a niche man. one. That. It's a very uh, that's a niche one. <laughs> It's a very niche one. Um, I, I had I had something for this, but I don't think you did. <laughs> you, to, you guys finally got like, ready. I was for, waiting like, for like Catholic boarding schools of the UK to come up. Like I've got I've got like I've got like a whole A4 side of ample fourth material. <laughs> like I guys, are we gonna are we gonna get onto the, the all our downside stuff we had planned? <laughs> yeah, there's advantages to that material, but there's yeah, also there's also cons. Yeah. Just like prison. I mean, that was exhausting. <laughs> was, uh, this is thank, thank you for reading out the traditional Amazon Prime Day reading, uh, which is all of that. Yeah. Um, for who, the last, who wrote that? Well, no, I mean, it's a, it's it's attributed to Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Um, but but mainly, I, I I think it's it's more sort of folkloric, and it was an oral tradition. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's got really beautiful. Is that how you tell the women you lure back to your luxury flat? <laughs> it's an oral tradition. <laughs> come on, come on! It's Prime Day. <laughs> so I, I, I just love the idea of like, t- like Tiny Tim running down the street with a box. Tiny <laughs> like, Tim, sir, what day? <laughs> what? What, day, what day is it? What day is it? It's Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> We've fattened a goose. <laughs> To be fair, that's a prime a, goose. It's a much better name for a day than Christmas, isn't it? Like, if you're going to have a religious festival of some kind, especially Prime now. Day is a brilliant name for it. No, it's, it definitely does sound a lot like a festival that they'd have in Star Trek, though. Yeah, Prime. It's very day. kind of arrogantly dystopic, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, it, it it would really fit on maybe a podcast about how the future is shitty. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Hey guys, what if tech but too much? Yeah. What if tech but two tech? <laughs> what if tech but three tech? Three tech. Did you just drop the mic there? No. What if no, tech? But why do that. I have? Why do I have no money in three tech? <laughs> why can't I have three money and no tech? That's the, that is that is actually like probably I think the the most concise statement. Of a, of a sort of Marxist response to a technological development I've ever seen. Yeah. F- famed Spanish painter El Teco. We're not just doing tech puns now. We're not going to do them. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I'd like to. <laughs> I don't have anywhere to be. I wouldn't want to go to bed. <laughs> All right. Tech it, Ralph. <laughs>
Okay. Where, where Ralph is like an audio engineer. <laughs> okay. But a really uh, clumsy one. Do we, do we think we've rubbished enough of like modernity for one night? No, but it's getting late. <laughs> it's getting late. For soon, for soon it, will be, it will no longer be prime day. So that brings us to our last segment of our tightly organized and scripted show. Um, yeah, tight. Where uh, uh, we we're gonna we're gonna just gonna try and think of you know three startups, apps, or like TED Talks or whatever that are just dumb enough to probably exist. So I think w- there should be an app just so you can kind of um, like check on the health of your feet, like nothing else, just your feet. Just kind of make sure they're they're all right. Make sure everything's in order down there. Mm-hmm. You feed in some data about your feet, and it tells you how your feet are doing. Does it it's called it? it's called toe, but spelled T O W. No, it's T O with an umlaut. <laughs> it's, yeah, I get that up. I worry about my feet. No, I mean, you're so far from your feet. That's the issue. That is the issue. Um, it's a very non-visual medium. I'm quite a tall man. Very non non-visual medium, like a like a blind clairvoyant. <laughs> that's what podcasting is it's it's like if 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 stevie wonder did tarot card reading um how do you know he doesn't i mean maybe he does well he's dead uh, he, no he's not no, he isn't <laughs> he's not but he's he, not. He, he's if still, he was do you know who we'd use gigs he's not even like a bit dead not even a bit dead he's, he's not, not even half he's dead. not even like ozzy osbourne who like might as well be dead you know <laughs> like <laughs> Okay, well that's that's my that's my app then. Uh, my my what, an app to kill Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking like. Are you tired of Stevie Wonder? For just seventy nine cents, you can have him killed over and over I like again. I think that that app exists and still no, and and everyone knows about it and no one has downloaded it because Stevie Wonder is a legend. A legend, you hear me? I mean, yeah. Why would you want to kill Stevie Wonder? <laughs> what is your problem with Stevie Wonder? Yeah, but you're not related to Stevie Wonder. No, but someone is. No, I, Riley, I just, Riley, I just, Riley is so white. Quinoa avoids him. Like, <laughs> I, I took out a really expensive life insurance policy on Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, with now, the beneficiary now, as yourself. I feel like you can't take out life insurance policies on other people. <laughs> I think there's a conflict of interest there. Okay, no, then, no there we know. go. That that's my startup. My startup oh, is yes. It's a distribute. It's a distributed peer-to-peer life insurance company where you can crypto like, insurance. Where you can just take out on the blockchain lucrative life insurance contracts on just random people who've signed up. That's so good, and it tells you who they are. Yeah, and they and if you sign up to be insured, you get like five hundred dollars a month. Yeah, and then you can buy really expensive life insurance on them, and then it's like a deadly game of cat and mouse. That's great. Love that. Yeah. That probably, I mean, that's probably going to exist in yeah. the prime future. <laughs> yeah. As I mean, the future will be called. Uh, of course. Or at, at that point, it'll be the prime present. The prime present. The primesent. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's my prime present. Is, is, the primesident wishes you all a happy and prosperous prime spurs prime day. <laughs> You know, of, of all of the of all of the prime laws that got instituted when Amazon finally took over control of the U.S. government, hmm. um, the, uh, the the new language they instituted, where most words were portmanteaued with the word "prime," yeah. was probably prime mantoed. <laughs> most words were prime mantoed with the word they "prime." Were, I think it's actually portman primed. Portman primed. <laughs> they did something quite badly. 
Well, you got a you got a company startup app or a TED Talk. Just blowing his nose at the moment. He'll get around to it. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll edit out that silence. Um, <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> yes, yeah, leave that in. I filled it. The, the low point. the low effort aesthetic. Um, uh, well, I reckon I reckon that sooner or later there's going to be there's going to be a TED Talk that's going to be like. Uh, how how I learned to save time by breathing less. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be a guy who's like who's like in their daily lives, most people breathe over forty thousand times a day in their daily lives, but I breathe only three times per day for up to two minutes at a time. And he's and he's just dead. He's just and then, a dead guy. <laughs> and, then, and then and then and that enables me to uh run four startups and do hot bikram yoga uh in my house in San Francisco. I'm also planning Is hot bikram yoga a thing. I think that's just hot hot yoga. Yeah, okay. It's hot it's hot bikram yoga where you're, you're slathered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> and then like and then like two minutes of the two minutes of the of the talk and just him going <gasps> <laughs> He's like, sorry, it was my regular breathing time. Part of part of the issue with uh, phased breathing is that you have to be absolutely disciplined. If you miss it by as much as four milliseconds, your heart can stop. <laughs> people, people say to me, D- D- Dreyfus, is that not? <laughs> people say to me, Dreyfus, are you really loyal to the French Republic? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I say, shut up, robes pyre. <laughs> stop, stop burning all your robes on a traditional f- funeral. <laughs> uh, God, you just got French history so uh, wrong. The Dreyfus affair was a 19 teens thing. I'm just going to quickly look up the Dreyfus date so I can see if I was wrong about another thing. Uh, 1906. 19, 1894 to 1906. 19 Yolo 6. <clears throat> Christ. It was a great time. Better times. And I think that's a great time for us to put the microphones down and go rejoin capitalism for a day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of capitalism going on outside. <laughs> Should we, like, sign off? Be careful about that, kids. <laughs> There's a lot of capitalism. Good night, everyone. The forecast for tomorrow is capitalism. <laughs>